Hey, Nick. It's me, Keegan, your co-host um, of our new podcast that we're putting out tomorrow called The Keegan Dufty Hour, starring The Week Boys. Um, so this is just a rough draft um, I had for an idea of a theme song. Uh, I'm up for some constructive criticism. Uh, this is kind of it's pretty similar to Virginia Woolf just because it's stream of consciousness, so some would describe us in the same sentence. Um, tell me what you think. I'm going to play it pretty fast and probably mumble, so that's intentional. <clears throat> Open C. Keegan Dufty Hour. Nick and Keegan, Keegan and Nick. As many of you know, we've entered blog life. We both have douchey haircuts. And now we are a weekend to our next podcast adventure. So we're just progressively becoming more and more despicable people. I'm doing a lot of the blogging. I'm doing a lot of online research. And we're bringing this podcast to recount some of our favorite news stories of the week. Uh, and basically just trying to send you into the weekend well-informed. Today's podcast is brought to you by Beyond the Highland Mist by Karen Marie Moaning. The king of the fairies is furious with the hawk a 16th century man who's a little too good at pleasing women in bed. In revenge, the king sends our hero a 20th century woman who has been burned by philandering men. The hero must use all of his skills to seduce her. Well, what do you think that sounds like, Nick? If you could have written, you couldn't have written me a better hero than a 16th century man named The Hawk. Yeah. Who's too good at pleasing women in bed. I'm on. I'm buying the book right now. Use the discount code. That's true, yeah. Use the discount code NYXITALIAN69 and uh, any book you see lying around that's not yours, uh, take it and make it yours. I don't even understand the synopsis and I'm, I'm revved up. Yeah, I mean, I was a little confused at first because I, I thought that the hero was a 20th century woman but then was a man, but now I understand they're sending the man, the 20th, they're sending back in time the woman. And I gotta know why he's called the Hawk. I, th- I would assume it has something to do with his little too good at pleasing women in bed. Just like hawks. Just like hawks. I mean, and this is a National Geographic podcast. I'm a little, what I am curious about is, is the 20th century woman, has she, the, the use of burned here can go in two directions. Yeah, and absolutely. And it, it drastically changes the tone. I'm, I was for some reason assuming physically burned. Me too. Because, yeah, I don't mean, I don't even know why because, I just assumed. Right, I, it, me, okay, well, that says a lot. So what happened this week, Nick? A lot of stuff happened. Uh, first things first, Keegan, while we were in the car the other day, no- noticed this thing that's around Brooklyn called a dog parker. What is a dog? What parker? the fuck is a dog parker? Yep. It, well, I'll tell you what a dog parker is. It's like a it's like a Tupperware cage. It's a Tupperware prison cell to put dogs in. It certainly seems like one of those like startup ideas where someone was really on board. Like this is brilliant. Like people want to walk their dogs around Brooklyn. They want to go to the grocery store, but they can't bring the dogs, and they'll just park it in this oppressive little house. I've never seen one used. Uh, yeah, I just saw it, and my first thought was. I'd be okay if I saw a kid in that. Yeah. Because, I, you know, you want kids to get stolen. 
Like, if I have a kid, I'm not bringing him to the grocery I'd store. I'd be more okay with kid than dog. For sure. Like, put a dog... If I see a dog in there, I'm putting... Like, you got to be in there first before you put your dog oh, in there. Oh, so sad. It's got to get hot. There's no air conditioning. Yep. Um, next in news, we had a guy who was non-responsive, and he's brought to a hospital... Well, you have to say, in Florida, he's got a do not resuscitate tattoo on his chest. Doctors had to decide what to do. And also... Oh, oh, oh God. All right. Well, caller. we have a caller. Caller in our show. Hi, you're calling into the Keegan Dufty Hour, uh, starring Keegan and Nick. Uh, uh, what's your name? My name is Carter. Hey, Carter. Wow, Good to have Carter. You on. Thanks for thanks for calling in, bud. No problem. So, what we're gonna kind of work you in a section here called uh, "Try and Steal Keegan's Identity." Um, basically, you guess a, a digit of my social social security number, and I tell you if it fits. Does that sound about right? Sounds good. Carter, try to just guess the first digit of Keegan's social security number. No. All right. Oh, bye, Carter. Bye, Carter. Yeah, all right. And that was uh, try and steal Keegan's identity. Back to the do not resuscitate yeah, guy. Yeah, absolutely. Also worth noting that the not was underlined and he had, the tattoo artist had done the guy's signature on his stomach. I think you have to resuscitate. Yeah, I mean. It, don't you like take an oath as a doctor to like do no harm or like or do something about life. I guess maybe I'm thinking, maybe this is, it's a, it's a moral dilemma. Well, it, it is. I think that's the, the you know, problem is, either way, you're either killing someone who doesn't want to be killed. Yeah. On the other hand, if you, if you wake him up and he doesn't be woken up, you're waking up a guy who got do not resuscitate written on his chest. Right. And like, that's not a, I'd rather him be dead. Yeah. I guess, I guess personally I say they should have, they should have done what they did, which is let him die. But if I was in a headspace where I had a do not resuscitate tattoo on me, bring me back to life and try your best to, to help me. Well, don't move to Florida because they try to kill you there. Yep. Next in news, a guy tried to set a whole city block on fire. Keegan, what happened here? Yeah, so I actually miswrote that. The guy did not, the guy was not trying to set the whole city block on fire. He was trying to make a sword. Um, I guess there's uh, like Blade, Blade Masters, Lord of Blades. I don't know. How is that a typo? It's a reality <laughs> TV. A it's a reality TV show where um, no. So the guy was not trying to set the block on fire. He was trying to make a sword in a barrel of fire. Um, you know, you know what I'm talking about. That is cool. Um, and I guess the wind caught the flames wrong. <laughs> Good God! <laughs> and set an entire like six square block part of the city. And like I don't even remember. It was this like town in uptown, upstate New York, or further upstate New York. Um, set it all on fire. Fire is a humbling thing, you know? It is. Like, it's been around, It's it, we were born out of fire, and we still can't control fire. We still can't control it. And let me tell you, the people of this town were not... It was actually really sad. As you can imagine, everything is gone, and no one was really even mad. They just were like, man, I, I hope we can come back from this. So, uh, wish yeah. I'd written down the name of the town, but hey, thoughts and prayers to you guys. Uh, next in news, we had an Amazon driver shit on the street. Look, I mean, I don't know the details of this one, to be honest, but I kind of got to imagine this happens all the time. I just don't. Sometimes you get put in a tough spot. Yeah, also, like, if you're driving for a living, if you're a trucker, if you're a delivery driver, like, you, you just never know. Even with, like, Google Maps and things like that, you never know when the next poop is going to be, and if it comes on fast, you're sick, you're probably eating shit all the time. It sounds like a really terrible life. It sounds truly... You're. I mean, you're not a healthy... Maybe some of these guys are, are ripped up, guys and ladies, because they're just lifting boxes all the time. But yeah, probably. I think if I was an Amazon driver, I would eat fast food all the time yeah, and, and probably not exercise. Horrible back problems. Horrible back yeah. problems, yeah. And 
someone on Amazon, like, you got to be so afraid that your job is going to be replaced by robots anyway. I'm sure you're working double shifts. Working double sure shifts. driving fast. you got to skip your bathroom time. Yeah, and then you take a shit in the street. It's I, also... I've seen people take shits in the street. Right, and it's also that she didn't take a shit. It was a woman. She didn't take a shit, like, out in the open. She did her best given what she was... Given the resources she had. She kind of closed the door on herself. She kind of took a shit in the gutter. She could have shit on the lawn. You know, I just... She was in a hole. I'm also glad that in the blog I took... A, a relaxed stance on this because I think I have a whole new understanding of it now that I have shit my pants in this past week. Yeah, should we jump to that? Because that was a no, huge let's just part keep of go- my week. Let's just keep going. Um, so next up, this uh, substitute teacher in New Hampshire got arrested for smoking weed with kids or offering to smoke weed with kids. You know if you're a teacher and you you hope that you ended up smoking weed with kids because it's a, it, first of all, substitute teacher. Is there a worse look than being a substitute teacher? No. Okay. Just is there a worse? Full stop. Yeah. No. Is there Secondly, a worse? Second, like you're already you're, right. you're fulfilling the prophecy right. of like, oh man. Right. Right. If there's because if you're a substitute teacher, you're trying, you're doing everything you can to be cool. You've got one or two ways. Either you try to actually be a good teacher, and like it's you get eaten by rats. And those people are usually like the retired teachers, right? Who are like, we're just coming back to like make some extra few right. extra dollars, and I got some time on my hands. So right. I'm like, the right. good substitute teacher right. actually knows this stuff, and then there's a substitute teacher which is like. I'm sort of in between jobs, and I'm home from college. Right. I'm, I have a college education. I yeah. can I can do this. Right. I can fill I'm in. Temping. Right. No disrespect to teaching. It's not at super all. hard. Glorious profession. Keegan's done it. Not me. No, it's but it's it's tough. And like the the teachers you hear about having like strokes in the classroom, those are substitute teachers who are like have retired and think they've still got it in them. Exactly. But basically, terrible look anyway, or terrible, terribly difficult job. Yep. And then it's even it's an even worse look when you try to smoke weed with kids and they say no and turn you into. The I sort of get the motive there of like, I really want to smoke weed with these high schoolers. I don't want to do anything with any high schoolers, much less smoke weed. Yeah, they they suck. Yeah. In other news, there's a guy running around Chicago kidnapping cats, but sometimes they're other people's cats. Yeah, I think they're finding out that it's actually most of them are other people's cats. Basically, there apparently there's a there's a wild cat problem yeah. in Chicago. I don't know what Chicago, you know, I don't know what type of city they think they are. This guy thinks it is. But I think most most other cities not in the U.S. have, you know, terrible cat problems. Yeah. And you know the great thing about lots of cats? Not so many rats. Not so many rats. I take cats over rats a lot. You know what? I was going to come out hard against cats and be like, I'm not a cat person. More power to this guy for catching some cats. But it's way better than the fact that New York's rat population is actually splitting into different breeds. Right. They're becoming like gangs, but but of the city. Right. And we live on a block where rats are rampant. They're rampant. They're giant. And I'm cool with animals. I'm cool with snakes. Like, like it all. Mm-hmm. Not rats. Yeah. Rats are fucking gross. Rats are gross. Rats, uh, yeah, just a, bump of, a bunch of little bubonic plague carriers running around. Yeah, and the fact that they're like witnessing other. evolution in front of our eyes this right. quickly. Right. In like, I one know. city. I know I'll live a cat. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I if, like those cat populations, like, uh, those cats will die before I will. I think every rat I see, I'm like, that, that will outlive me. I have no fear of cats. Cats mostly want to like get away from you. Rats, I feel like, right. get bolder and bolder. They're jumping into strollers now. Yeah, that's insane. Oh my god! If a if a rat jumped into my kid's stroller, kid's gone. I just don't. I don't know. Like I guess like, we don't have the parental um, instincts yet. But like, would I stick my hand in there and grab the rat? No, I, you would give your kid. I really up. don't think I would. The kid. The kid goes to the pound. I'll give the kid shots and then he's gone. Rats are so gross. So maybe this guy could. Maybe he's got it. So basically, this guy's kidnapping house cats, 
maybe he's got to send a couple to our way. Just just an idea. Yeah. Just a quick My allergies would be through the roof, but less rats is good for everyone. Um, looks like we already covered the rat ones. Rats are gross. Uh, we talked a lot about Prince Harry last week and his lame, his fucking lame proposal. We were pretty disappointed. We were very disappointed in him. Um, if you haven't heard episode one of the King of the Hour, it's a little different than this one, but Scroll you can back, find it on... Out. Check it out. Check it out. You can find that on uh, our blog. Here's a blog. Are you happy now? Um, and I would just say it's very sick. Uh, but basically, back to the news. Prince Harry's proposal was outdone by a California couple. Um, to be fair, it was a wedding that we kind of wrote about, but I apparently the... My first stance was, look... The proposal should always be sicker than the wedding. You know? Like, the wedding is going to be pretty by the book 99% of the time. Right, you Proposals where you let your freak flag fly. Totally. That stance to the side, apparently the proposal was also some insane thing. Basically, this couple got married out on like a space net over a canyon. Which is awesome. Which is, yeah, bold. My first take on it was like, these fucking douchebags think they're so cool. Taunting death, like having a wedding. And I just, part of me was like, man, I, I want you to, you're so fucking cocky about this. I want you to turn around and see your whole bridal party. My assumption is that everyone's going to die what, when you right, talk about this. Right, But then I realized that there was an imbalance in the force. We'd had, we were short one amazing romantic gesture. That's true. And we got it. Also, I liked your take on this the other day, which was like, if you have friends that can do all these cool things, go for the talents. But if we, like, what would we do? What would our friends do? I like to think that we would try the same thing and just it was like, hey, if you fall, you fall. It'd be so funny to just do like an amateur trapeze act for someone's wedding. Like, have you, congratulations on your wedding, Michael. We've been working on our on our circus for, for three yeah. months and we just put on a terrible yeah. amateur circus. File that one away. There's a, yeah, I'm going to say like, yeah, if this doesn't work out, we're going to start working bar mitzvahs as the trapeze boys. I Don't take that, that idea. Uh, Got to move on to the next topic. Ooh, bummer. This weekend we went to Philadelphia, which is a terrible city. Everyone got sick, but Keaton got the sickest. He got food poisoning and shit himself. Keegan? I mean, yeah. I mean, there's not much else I can say there. Um, I think uh, there have been several times the last couple months where I've been pretty sure that I have reached rock bottom. Uh, I can now confirm that I reached rock bottom on Sunday morning. Uh, when I indeed shit my pants. Look, I mean, I have a lot of questions. I want to talk. Obviously, I want to talk about this a lot, but I think you should probably take the lead on how much you're willing to say. Uh, totally. Uh, I will say I felt fine. It was a real combination. I got hit by a bunch of things at once. It was very con- in hindsight, it's very clear what happened. In the moment, I was very confused about what was happening in my body. Um, I started throwing up everywhere. I had a long night where I uh, I have the uh, diabetes, and uh, that means that I can die when I drink. Um, so I usually drink a lot. Every weekend. Every weekend. Uh, we love beer. Um, basically ended up having to try to bring my blood sugar up, which means I had to I had to drink juice and eat food. But everything that touched my lips made me throw up. So you can imagine how that was a little bit of a catch-22. Yep. I was in the meat grinder, as they say. And to sort of back Keegan up, Keegan really did handle it like a champ. Like, I would have made a whole scene, but we walked out. Keegan said, I have to go back upstairs. And you went and handled your business. Oh, right, yeah. No, I shit my pants as soon as we left the apartment. Yeah, as we were leaving, right for home. So, but um, you did what you did. And then I lost my wallet. Then you so, found it. Then I found it. Everything's coming back up. Moving on, uh, a guy bit a dog's eye out. I don't even understand the physics of how that works. Yeah, he said they were playing. It was an accident? Look, I played with my dogs, and too, I, yeah. 
I have a dog that is very is very aggressive with his teeth. Right. And I, 10 times out of 10, am bleeding after that. Oh, yeah. I cannot yeah. imagine a scenario. Like, when I have the intention of, like, I, if I ever had the intention of, I'm going to bite Bowie's eye, B- Bowie would, like, bite my tooth. I just don't have the mouth for that. Like, I don't know how you... I don't I couldn't bite, I couldn't bite in, I couldn't bite out the eye of a dead dog. Like, if it was no. lying still dead, I couldn't do it. Just based on the angles, I don't really know how it was. It was a shit suit. It was a very small dog. Oh, I kind of First of all, dog abuse is fucked up. I almost think dog abuse is, it's like a step above kid abuse. They're both truly terrible. Yeah. But it's like dogs. I guess kids can't really defend themselves either. But like in the movies, when you see a dog get kicked, your stomach turns more. Right. It's like I don't know. Sometimes you end up with a with a kid, and like, I just I just think taking care of a dog is. So, <laughs> there's no way to say this without defending child abuse, <laughs> child abuse yeah. in some way. Yeah, you uh, definitely so, walked worked yourself into a hole. Um. I, oh God. Like. Uh, Man, there's a lot of NBA ejections. Yeah, there's these a lot. Days, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. So is it okay to make fun of Trump's McDonald's order? Yeah, I think so. Fuck you. No. Yeah, I do think so. Okay, defend, say it. You can make fun of anyone's McDonald's order. Oh fast my food, god. Fast food is like, for me, it's like a toss-up to be made fun of. If you're eating it, which is fine, but you're you're admitting that you're not doing something good for you, so you can be you can be, be be made fun of. You deserve it. I that takes such no. I fucking disagree with that it's so a heavily. It's high ground for sure. It is. Yeah, you're on your you're on your high you're on your high. I'm oh, a, fast food's bad for you. I'm horse. on my liberal elite horse <laughs> over here. No, it's what brings us together is the fact that fast food is no one is proud of eating fast food. True. So no I, one is so proud. Everyone should be on a level playing field. Being, like that's, that shouldn't shield. It's sacred anymore. ground, dude. I'm not making fun of your pajamas. Make fun of my pajamas. That's no, fine. I won't do that. It's it's your comfort food. It's your comfort food of your body. Yeah. Just like I, I mean, I don't think there's any. What is down his McDonald's about. order? It's. <laughs> right. Exactly. Case in point. It's two, no, it's two. That's the thing. Is I'm not making fun of it. it. It's two Big Macs. Two fish fillets and a chocolate malt. I don't know if that's different than chocolate shake. God, like he's like he's like a villain from the thirties. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah, know. Yeah, right, we'll yeah, keep yeah. politics. No, up. no, but he is. But the thing is, is that it's I have no shortage of complaints about the man. But if we start making fun of people's McDonald's order, I mean, it's like you think that's gone too far. Yeah, it's gonna say this will not be a this will be many things. This will not be a fast food witch hunt. You know, we're not gonna start judging people off what they. I, I'm not proud of the fact that. That I go to Thanksgiving, like midnight of Thanksgiving, I would with my brother, we go to McDonald's. I'm not proud of that. In fact, I'll try to hide that from most people I meet. That's not a th- that's not something I bring up on the first date a lot. Yeah. But I'm, I'm I will not be a, a sh- I will not I want cower from that. I guess it's best not to make fun of people what they eat because you never know. It's a guilty but pleasure. There's better fast food than McDonald's. It's like it's like you're 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 eating the, you're eating shit. I should be able to make fun of you eating shit. But I think we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. Yeah, I guess that's fine. Yeah. So. Um, NBA ejections. I brought it up as a joke earlier. Yeah. But lots of people getting ejected. Lots of bad boys now. I like your point of view. They're doing it just to get a rest. That's. I think that's what it is. I think that. Well, I think they're different players are doing it for different reasons. I go into a whole hot take thing uh, in the blog, but I think you know you look at Kevin Durant. Uh, there have been some arguments about whether he's clutch or not. Um, and I think when you see him, I, he got ejected with with Boogie at the end of the fourth quarter. Yeah, pretty, I think it was a pretty close game. It was. Um, hey man, you can't not be clutch if you're not in the game to be clutch. I, I agree with that. Uh, and yeah, LeBron is a coward and uh, knows that people will make fun of him if he rests. I only... And nothing that LeBron hates more than being made fun of. So he uh, is now getting ejected from games because he can rest because you can't get tired if you're not in the game. All right, we can only fight about LeBron once a year. And That's I'm, true. I'm saving it for the playoffs. And I will take full advantage of that. Uh, there's a Christmas tree shortage right now. Seems like people didn't plan. 
Yeah, I mean, there there were all these excuses being thrown around. It, what was ridiculous is that if you run a Christmas tree farm and that's your business, yeah, and you're having news written, like if it's a big enough deal that you're gonna have news written about you, you're really fucked up. Like then it's you have to take it seriously. You're an entrepreneur, and like excuses like oh the other competitive businesses closed down, and uh, so now all the customers are coming to us. It's like, why wouldn't you be paying attention to another business? You must grow other things, right? Like, you can't just live off the Christmas tree money all year. Yeah, I mean, you think that these people know something about... It just is, it's the most dependable source of... In my mind, it's the most dependable source of income of all time. Like, it happens the same time of year. You're growing the same thing. The style of Christmas trees isn't changing, you know? It's like people want a seven-foot Christmas tree. That's just, like, the way it is, you know? And there's there's this whole argument over the recession fucked everything up, but I don't know. You, you, You fucked that. Moving on. Uh, let's see. We got uh, pickleball. Do you know what pickleball was? We actually did. Pickleball to me was is like a game you play with a wiffle ball that you hit with like a wooden racket or maybe a tennis racket even. And it was like the thing our gym teachers made us do and they had nothing else for us to do. Like I think it was to teach us how to play racket sports, but like for but easier. Mm. And I don't remember the rules at all, but I remember really hating it. Yeah. I found out about pickleball yesterday, and I'm already trying to forget about it. Yeah, it's like, not a, if it's, it's played with a wiffle ball and it's not a wiffle ball, I don't care. Yeah, I agree with that. I, this, I think this is a movement of like too many things are becoming sports. It's also like, why are you? We gave New you York Quidditch. State, why is there a public school? Like, why is this part of the public school system? Pickleball. There's yeah. plenty of sports. Right. I, there should be a whole section of like things you play when your hips are gone. We would have played dodgeball every single day if we had the chance. Right. You yeah, know, kids, don't kids think, back then. Yeah, kids back like, then. It felt yeah. like pickleball was just a punishment. It still does feel like that. Run a little on time, so let's go to this last one. Uh, yeah. Mike Pence was a college rat. In the least surprising news of the In week. In the least surprising news of the week. Yeah. Are we supposed to believe he didn't get his ass kicked all the time? I just, I heard about this and then read the article. Yeah. And it was like, there was a passage where it basically was like, hey, Mike Pence's frat brothers were not fans of him, but the administration loved him. And that was just a sentence I could have written only hearing that he ratted out his, like, it was yeah. like, oh, this guy was beloved by the administration and was the biggest suck-up of all time. And... That's all I had to He's say. He's like about Jeremy that. Piven's character in old school. Right. Just yeah, exactly. Cheese, cheese right? Isn't that right? Yeah. It just is fucking terrible. Um, let's move on to some segments. Yeah. Audible of the week. Uh, I would. I have to go with enacting vengeance on Mike Pence. That is such an uncool thing to do. Is to rat out the people that you've told. Just right. We can go away from the whole fraternity thing. Like if you're in a group of friends. You don't rat them out. Alcohol matters so much to college kids as well. Oh like, my I know God. that's, you just said rule it out, but yeah. it's like, that is, why would you do that? It's like, you're taking the most sacred thing from your friends. And he, he had a job, I think, reading the backstory is like, it was his job to run interference on the adults. Like smooth things over. Cool job. Cool job. To and be like, oh, you're kind of the nerd. Right. But here's a good thing right. for you. Are they to using his tools? Sure. Yeah. And he just betrayed them. This is like, you're hiding, you're hiding. This is like you're hiding Jews in the attic, and you're you just give them up. Yeah, it's fucked up. To college kids, it's a certainly. yeah. Sir, it's a college kids. It's that big of a deal. So yeah, if he did that to me, I would. It would be like Count of Monte Cristo esque. Like my entire life after that moment, if we're throwing a bunch of Animal House themed parties, my entire life from that moment on is devoted to ruining Mike Pence. I just think it really says a lot about character to be like this guy. Thought like this guy thought this was a good move. Right. So uncool. So uncool. Like, he, his crime, I would go, like, Dante's Inferno on him. His crime was telling the, um, was telling the dean where the kegs were. Yeah. I would, I would tell the DA where the bodies were in Mike Pence's 100%. attic that I placed there. 
Hundred percent. Um, rational fear of the week. Oh yeah. Well, now my rational fear is partially that are people just making fun of my McDonald's order behind my back, but more that I will get food poisoning from every meal I have ever again forever for the rest of my life. Yeah, I mean, I have to. I didn't even. I've never had food poisoning. Knock on wood. But watching you go you through what you went through. Every not, time. I guess that's honestly that's a rational fear. Yeah, I guess it is rational. I just, every time, I've had minor food poisoning once before where I didn't throw up or anything. I just felt terrible, and it was, like, right before Thanksgiving, and it just, it just, nothing makes you feel like never eating again. Yeah. Like that. And we'd eaten so much, too. We'd eaten so much. It was, it was the combination of gluttony and then food poisoning that has, I haven't eaten in five days. Yeah. Um, next up is our favorite uh, segment of the week. It's Room Tone. Hold your calls, folks. Wow, that was a really good one. That was really Fucking good. Fucking nailed it. Well, that was Room Tone, guys, and hey, that wraps up our show for this week. Thanks for listening. God, that was a great show, and uh, hey, looks like we finished, uh, what is that clock say, about 35 minutes early? Huge. Love wow, it. only used 25 minutes of the hour. You guys so, take uh, some time back. Yeah, I mean, hey, guys, this one's on us. Um, maybe do some arts and crafts this week. Something productive. Yeah, do something with your hands. And just remember that you didn't have this time before we gave it to you. Yep. So, surprise. Hey, well, this was the Kicking the FDR starring Week Boys. Nick, thanks as always. Thanks for having me, Keeks. And, guys, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.